in the back. Once again, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. This is Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Yo, I am so fired up for this episode. We are live and interactive. People are starting to come in, say hello, make sure you make sure you leave those comments. Listen, it is money in the bank day. We are live super early on a Saturday, getting ready for money in the bank taking place in London in about two and a half hours. I'm super fired up about it, and I'm so happy, number one, to introduce myself. My name is Sean Hubbard. I'm the host and founder of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly and the uh, co-host of Clash of the Podcast with my brother, Conrad Cushman. And I am so happy to have my esteemed guest back with me today. She came on on a pre-recorded episode about maybe three weeks ago, and she did amazing. So I wanted to make sure I had her on live as we talk about the history of the bloodline. She's the one and only Crystal, entrepreneur. Let me, I'm, I'm going to run that back. We're not just going to say Crystal. We're going to say entrepreneur. We're going to say businesswoman. We're going to say wrestling historian. We're going to say beautiful. And I say that respectfully. Big shout out to your husband. Um, the one and only Miss Crystal. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, I should say. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here again. I'm sure excited. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. First and foremost, um, first and foremost, what are we looking at as far as money in the bank? Are you excited? We're not going to dig too much into money in the bank, but we are going to just, you know, little, little tiny tidbit about how you feel about the show coming up in about two hours. I'm excited for certain matches. I am. I'm really excited about it. And I actually like these earlier events. You know, live events early. I think that it like, it gets me hyped up for the day because I don't have to wait till eight o'clock. So I'm excited. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Got some early arrivals here. You know what I'm saying? Want to give a big shout out to JJ Jocelyn. Appreciate you in the building. Uh, very loyal uh, listener of Clash of the Podcast. You made our way over to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. I appreciate you, my sister. Thank you so much. My brother from another mother is in the building. Conrad Cushman, everything pro wrestling. Going on the record, Crystal, for you and all the fans. My brother always makes it seem like Clash of the Podcast is our baby and it is our baby but it wouldn't be what it is without the big homie blessing me with his resources and his channel so i want to give a big shout out to my my friend my dear friend conrad cushman welcome thank you for being here once again jj welcome we're going to kind of get started and have some more comments start rolling in listen oh boy three years in the making we stand on the doorstep of what could be an epic epic change in direction for the Usos, for Solo Sokoa, for Wise Man Paul Heyman, and for the WWE's Undisputed Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Listen, it's been a long road. We're going to get started. We're going to go all the way back, okay? I want you to give me your recollection of just your feelings as Roman Reigns became the universal champion after his about five month hiatus during COVID. How did you feel when he first came back? Well, the first time we saw him back was with Heyman, right? Signing his contract. But for me, it was a little, hmm. But as soon as I saw him come down the ramp, I realized it was the- Shout out, shout out to the Street Profits, by the way. Shout out to the Street Profits. As soon as I seen him come down the ramp, I knew it was a completely new person, a completely new attitude, and I 
I it excited me and I appreciated it. Absolutely. Because it wasn't something that WWE was pushing. You can tell he was in his own lane. And for me, that it was evident as soon as that happened. Um agreed. I, I guess I guess the thing for me is he came back with the wreck everyone and leave shirt. I mean, you knew it was different. You, you know, he came back with the full beard compared to the goatee that he was rocking before. We all we all see this happen. We, you know, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy Jack Perry this past weekend or this past week on Dynamite came out with the hair pulled back and the sunglasses looking like his dad, God rest his soul, um, to signify the change in attitude, right? So Roman Reigns came back in 2020 with a change in attitude, which obviously constituted itself in a little bit of a change in look, right? But we all know that the real thing that kind of took it over the top was well again he came back at SummerSlam when we were still in the in the, the Thunderdome, which by the way I hated the Thunderdome, but I know they really didn't have a choice. I get that. But so SummerSlam he attacked, you know, Bray Wyatt. Payback rolls around a couple weeks later. The thing is though, he aligns himself with Paul Heyman. And we all know what Paul Heyman represents. So this is the embryonic stage of what we now know to be the bloodline. This is the embryonic stage of what we now know to be the biggest heel, the biggest, excuse me, the biggest um, faction in the industry over the past probably 20 years. When Roman Reigns reveals that he's now aligned with Paul Heyman, previously only been aligned exclusively with Brock Lesnar. What was with that? I like the change. Mm -hmm. I feel like anyone with Paul Heyman does not have to speak. So the difference in this is Roman's promos with Paul elevated, right? So for me, I when I first saw him align with Paul, I'm like, oh, he's not gonna speak. He's not gonna. To me, I thought it, it it scared me for a second, but I feel like those two together, in my personal opinion, is better than Heyman and Brock. Like I just, it, it, there's I, something that's a connection. What you're saying is crazy. Not and what you're saying is not that it's saying it's wrong, but crazy in theory as it relates to like Brock and Paul Heyman have had a massively successful history absolutely. for the past twenty, and you still feel like that dynamic with Roman? I absolutely do because here's the thing: Do you have more memories with Brock and Heyman, or the magic that Brock, that Heyman and and Roman have put together? For me, it's more memorable with Roman and with and with uh, Heyman. Okay. okay. Even when, even when, and I'm I'm fast forwarding. Even when Roman attacked Heyman, it was still like something you can remember. Like for me, I there's things that together, yes, Heyman and Brock, of course, they made history. But again, the memories that they're making within the past three years to me surpass him and Brock. Okay. In my personal opinion. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about, like I said, the biggest faction storyline probably in the last twenty years. So it's not hard to believe what you're saying is true. Um, so so Roman aligns himself with Paul Heyman. Uh, real quick, big shout out to the goat. Appreciate you, my G. Thank you so much for being here, Kellyanne. Thank you so much for being here. Good afternoon to you. Happy Money in the Bank Day. You know what I'm saying? We really appreciate you being here, the goat. Talking about how. Paul Heyman represents slime. That's kind of true. I wouldn't call Roman Reigns slime, but I definitely feel you, my G. And of mm -hmm. course, the always controversial, always controversial, positively E. 
Yo, I'm gonna tell you something, Crystal. Me and Positively you didn't always get along, but we have learned to respect each other so much. We realize that we have different opinions on some things, but that's a good dude right there, man. Good dude. Um big shout out to uh big shout out to Conrad once again. So the bottom line is I'm I'm assuming Kellyanne Kellyanne Charles is a friend of yours. That's my sister. Oh, what's up? Big shout out to sis. Yeah. Welcome to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. You know what I'm saying? We're so happy to have you. Big shout out to you. Um, okay, so Paul Heyman aligns himself with Roman Reigns, or I should say Roman Reigns aligns himself with Paul Heyman. He ends up winning the title at Payback, and he's been the champion ever since. Before we get into the Usos becoming involved before we get into Solo and obviously Sami Zayn for a short time. Let's just think about the historical significance of Roman Reigns' title reign. Okay. He is now surpassed into the realm of being the fifth longest reigning champion in the history of the company. Okay. I mean, it's insane. We're talking about Pedro freaking Morales. Bruno San Martino, yes. Exactly. You know, the only people he has to take down right now, I mean, it's still kind of a rough, tough road to hoe. I don't think it's going to happen, but Hogan's another maybe three or four months, if I'm not mistaken. Forgive me if my math is off, but the bottom line is Bruno San Martino, we're talking about another year and a half. So that's exactly. kind of. I don't think that's, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Exactly. But even so, the fifth reignest, longest reigning championship in the history of the company, I mean, Tell me, your, I mean, I don't even know what to say. It's, it, it, it's mind-blowing even just to say it out loud. It's memorable. And it's history right in front of our eyes. It's not boring. Every week to me is something new. I have not been this interested in wrestling in a very long time. Lies. Lies. You are a lifelonger. You can't tell me this. I'm a lifelonger because I'm dedicated. Okay, okay. But the passion of it. And me saying, I want to watch this whole, you see what I'm saying? I want to watch every week play by play what's going on. Like, we already know, we're not, we, we already knew this wasn't going to last forever. But I'm like grasping at this. Like, is it going to happen this week? Is it going to happen this week? What's going to happen? Like, to me, every every storyline that's coming into it, I'm, I'm glued on. That hasn't happened for me in, in a very long time. A very long time. Like, I remember the things that happened within the past three years. And I can tell you basically like, oh, it's around October 2022 that this happened. That's not something that I'm I'm, I'm doing as of late. Okay. So WWE has me hooked. I respect like, it. it. It has me hooked. Even, even last night, I wasn't home. I came home at five to watch SmackDown. Wow. Like, that's something that you I haven't had the passion to do in 2019. My sister, I'm cutting you off respectfully because I'm going to say what I got to say because you're making me of mad right course. now. Not making me mad because of what you said, making me mad because I'm thinking about WWE. WWE sucks, you hear me? WWE sucks. The only thing good about WWE, all my people, Positive E, Conrad, everybody, LeGault, JJ, they know what it is. WWE is hot garbage. Right, but what's saving it? The, the bloodline, but that's it. And maybe Seth Rollins. And LA Knight, because let me say something. Okay. LA Knight. <laughs> let's see. Let's 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 give him his flowers. We need LA Knight is my man. Mm. 
even today, Brett, when I text you earlier, I'm like, listen, LA night, yeah. Like, he's, that's on me. You know, this is where I want you to kind of reel in. I see the beautiful glasses. I see the hair is looking good. I see you're all jazzed up and ready to go. But listen. I'm, ready. I'm jazzed up and ready to go. I've, caught, I've, I've created a phrase. My people in the chat know what it is. It's, it goes a little something like this. In WWE, if it sounds like a good idea, you know what that means. And what I mean by that is everybody and their brother knows. LA, we're not going to dig too deep into money in the bank. We're going to stay on, on point here. But everybody in the, in the building knows that LA Knight is the, should be the winner of this match. Don't you dare, my sister. Don't you dare fix your brain to be surprised if somebody else doesn't win that match. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I agree. I agree. They've buried him for a really long time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Sweetie, you're saying Roman Reigns is for the ladies? Absolutely. I will never deny that. I will never deny what it is. But that's the perfect, That that's what you need. You need to have both. Listen, he is. I agree. I'm not debating this. <laughs> Just want to let you know that. I will not come here and lie to you. I am not a liar. There you go. There you go. Positively E. Giving respect also to my brother Conrad. Appreciate you. Listen, good point by possibly you also. Forget Hogan. Walter, he's focusing on the, more on the Intercontinental belt. Walter got to erase the Honky Tonk. I think he will. I, I've always been a fan of, of Honky Tonk just for being a dork. Like, I like Honky Tonk just for the quirkiness of him. But I think this is the time for that 14-month um, reign to, to be eclipsed. Randy Orton almost did it a few years back, but I think it's going to be time. Um, let's get into a couple more of these comments. Um, positively, e, like I said, my brother positively e and I disagree on a lot, but he and I have been on the same page a lot. WWE is trash. You know what I'm saying? Bloodline, basically, you saw about how the bloodline saving the entire uh, saving the entire company right now from a storyline perspective. Yeah, positively, e, yeah. Feel you. you know what I'm saying? That's why. That's why I wanted to have you on live. I knew the people would talk back to you, Crystal. I knew. Yo, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. We got a little bit of time. I'm gonna make sure we get us out of here by the time the pre-show starts. For money in the bank but i wanted my friend my friend i'm going over my friend for over a decade partying and having fun very classy lady her husband's a great guy always make sure i was safe all this good stuff had no idea she was such a wrestling fan she was such a hit on the last show that we did had to bring her back i knew the people would talk to her but go saying wwe has been uh, has cat uh wwe bloodline is carrying 100 percent 100 percent JJ, another young lady that's totally on the ball when it comes to her opinions about pro wrestling. I was excited when Roman were up one. She's talking back about uh, payback. Right. Now I'm bored. Oh, okay. I need variety to keep me interested. And I'm going on three years. I agree. We're talking about that on Clash of the Podcast. Clash of the Podcast every Monday night, 605, Conrad Cushman and Sean Hubbard. Make sure you tune in. Um, we were talking about on Clash of the Podcast how – let's touch, touch on this a little bit. Are you bored with the bloodline yet? It doesn't sound like you're bored yet. Um, I'm not bored yet, but I feel like with the Nawahi family being so big, they could have added a little more spice to it. But I'm not bored. I, I will tell you, I'm honestly not bored. And when they added Sami Zayn, I was all for it. So um, I think that they needed somebody to have longevity in a title reign and Roman was the right one to do it because okay. before that WWE, everyone was switching titles. Like people change their underwear and it was, they need some type of longevity. And I think that's why it was so good in the eighties because you knew 
almost like, how are you going to beat this person? It became interesting again. Like, so it's like WrestleMania to WrestleMania, Crystal. You're right. Right. Yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. Like now it's like it's bringing back a little bit of the old to say, okay, how how are we going to beat this person? Like now it's becoming like a thing where it's like, who's going to do it? Can it be the next person? There hasn't been that in a very long time. So they and, and I felt like when they got to a certain point, they had to make it like a thousand days a stretch. It has to be a stretch. You know, like so for me, I, I'm not bored with it. And I feel like they needed some type of stability because there was none before. I feel you. I feel you. Let's get into a couple more of these comments and we'll move forward. M. Leezy for Sheezy in the building. Good afternoon, new team, my friend. Yeah, I call that's what I call him. M. Leezy for Sheezy. I appreciate you, my G. Thank you for being here. Um, Roman was it in the beginning, and Mr. JJ knew it. <laughs> She's talking about her husband. She's basically saying that her husband knew that Roman was it, I guess. I, oh, but she's saying now he's boring. Okay, so she's over it. Okay, okay, JJ, I hear you. I hear you. Um, positively, E says, WWE hurt my feelings. Uh, you're trying. We uh, just give me. I mean, I think it's everybody in life, right? Just give me what I want. We all want that. E. Everybody wants to just get what they want. I love it. I love it. Emily says, oh, my God, more money in the bed. No way. If that rumor pitch happens today that we to me that we'll be insane about Charlotte being included in money in the bro. I haven't heard that. Room. Yo, Crystal, just to put you on, Matt Lopez always has a scoop. He's a, he's a good researcher. And I guess somewhere through the grapevine, he's heard about a rumor of Charlotte being included in money in the bro. Bruh. I I'm feel not, like they have a lot under the, the under the sleeve tonight, though. Ooh. Okay, let's get back into this. So Roman, Roman's the world champion, the uh, universal champion, excuse me. And almost immediately, the WWE championship becomes like a little bit of a secondary thought. At that time, if you remember, it was kind of going back and forth, flip-flopping between Drew McIntyre and um, Randy Orton. So right. it became where the WWE championship, by the way, the most important championship in the history of the business, became secondary to the universal title as Roman Reigns held it. And it's obviously ascended to that as of, as of right now. Um, so we move forward. And this is the part where I get real fired up. Crystal, let me tell you something. I really like the Usos. I really like the Usos. And back in the time frame we're going to talk about right now, compared to what we'll talk about a little bit later, it's a little bit more annoying to me later on. But right now, it was when I kind of was dipping my toe in the water about liking Jay and Jimmy and along the lines of being main event guys. Very historical, very important aspect of this story, as I know you remember. Jimmy goes down with a knee injury. So Jay is by himself pretty much for the first time in his career. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, as he's recovering, is at home while Jay becomes the right-hand man. But he didn't initially... outfit, I can never forget. Yeah. No doubt. But he wasn't initially the right-hand man. He initially wanted to ascend to the, the level of being the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. It was like, how come it has to be you who's the tribal chief? It doesn't necessarily have to be you as long as the family's taken care of. Give me your recollection of the first feelings you had as all of a sudden, lifer tag team guy, Jay Uso, steps out from the shadows and becomes the challenger for the richest prize in the business. I don't ever believe that he was in the shadow. I felt like he was in a different lane. 
Okay. Um, I didn't think that he was ready, but it showed me effort. Like I felt like there was effort and there was determination from him. And I don't know if you remember, but WWE did like a little documentary on him right before that with his family, how he was raised. That's what really hooked me in to understand what that storyline was. I don't feel like they went deep enough into it, but that documentary did go deep into it. And that's what had me rooting for him with the determination of it. But I do not think he was in the shadows. He was in a different lane. He was a tag team. So it just made me look at him differently and know that he can stand on his own. But I definitely don't I, I, think I, I, that he was just because when I say in the shadows, now I hear your point. Mm-hmm. I think what you're trying to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that the Usos were always legit, right? Yeah. But but we ne- we've never seen Jay like by by the end of 2020, we never saw Jay like this. Am I right? I mean, never. Right, because he had to stand on his own, right? And remember, Jimmy was more of the talker than Jay, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy's a better talker than Jay. I don't know if anyone disagrees with me. I feel like he's a better talker than Jay. Jay is more emotional than Jimmy. Okay. So for me, seeing him on his own, and I probably would have felt the same way about Jimmy, just made me hone in on him more. You see what I'm saying to you? And made him hone in on himself because it, there, there wasn't the funny brother around you to kind of, if you messed up, to, to kind of pick it up. You see what I'm saying to you? So for me, it, I was able to really hone in on him and really be like, yo, they're not getting worn out that he's not, he's really up for the task because you can... On the tag team, you can tag out if you're tired. There's none of that in a singles match. Okay, fair enough. I, it made me appreciate him as a singles wrestler. Okay, fair enough. I think all of our eyes were open at, toward the end of middle middle end of 2020. Um, Jay Uso basically ascends to levels of main event status, and you know, Clash of Champions, Night of Champions. Maybe not so much, but we, I don't know about you, but I really felt by, by the time that Hell in a Cell rolled around that there was an opportunity that we can see Jey Uso possibly take the title. Because you got to remember, this is only a couple of months into Roman Reigns' reign. Right. So, what you thought that you would have three years of longevity, of course. You're hitting the nail right on the head. So, there's, there's a, we're seeing like, okay, there's a chance, because I don't think we really started, you tell me if you think different. I don't think there was really a thought where this thing wasn't going to end. For a long, long time until we got to like WrestleMania 37 with the triple threat with Deep Ryan and Edge. When he beat them, I was like, okay, this is going to be a long time. But back in September 2020, it was like, it was conceivable that Roman could lose the title. I'm not even going to lie, you guys. Do you know when I thought that his title ring was going to last long? And you're going to laugh at me. When WWE got his teeth fixed. Anytime WWE gets someone's teeth fixed, you're you're laughing when he came out with those new teeth and Randy Orton tweeted about it. I'm telling you, I was like, oh, they're putting money behind them. That's when I knew it was gonna happen. I'm telling you're laughing. SummerSlam, when I saw those new jibs, I was like, oh yeah, this right here is here to stay. He's here to stay. <laughs> there was no blue contacts. I was like, yeah, there's money behind this. That's when I was like, oh, he's gonna be here for a while, kids. That's crazy, yo. Good Look point, though. Look at Austin Theory. His new team, aka the bars of soap, the bars of soap that John Cena calls them. Listen, look at look at Austin Theory from NXT to now. Look at his teeth, and they said that he's Vince's favorite. I keep telling you, when when Vince gets your teeth fixed, you will be here for a while. Yes, I feel you. I feel you. There might be some substance to that. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um. So so Roman. Um. For the you know. At this time, September, October of 2020, 
it's definitely conceivable that Roman could lose the title. And, and it's like, okay, are we really going to have give Jay an opportunity? Now, I want to touch base on something that's really going to plague me about a year and a half from now. Um, my boy Conrad Cushman, Everything Pro Wrestling, has really, I don't want to say he's brought me back down to earth, but I'm really passionate about the Usos. And really passionate that I believe that they both should be in the conversation to be world champions. But Conrad brought in some real life. Um, JJ's heard this, Legault, Pots of the EML. Jay and Jimmy have had some legal issues. So Conrad's thought, and I want to get your touch, touch uh, base with you and your thoughts on this. Conrad's belief is the reason why I'm never going to get my wish, which is to see one of the Usos as world champion, is because WWE doesn't quite trust them yet. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, the legal issues were not that far behind. Remember, I think that was that prevented them from going to the Middle East at one time. And you have to understand what kind of legal it's like DWIs and stuff like that. Like they're not, it's not a trustworthy thing. Think about think about Duggan and Sheik when they got caught with the Pope. Like again, even though there's no more real kayfabe, there's they have to protect the industry. You cannot put a belt on somebody with something that with pending cases and this, that, and the third, because what's to say you don't go out and, and and celebrate your win and all of a sudden you just slip back into the same thing that you did and you still have these pending things. Like, And I don't think that it's only been once. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that it's happened more than once. So my thing is, it's not, a, it's not, I don't feel like yet they can trust them. I hate it. I hate it. Do you agree? You can hate it. You can hate it all day, but do you agree? <sighs> Not after a 300 plus day world tag team title reign. I mean, but uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. I just wanted to kind of tease that for a little bit later, but not after a 300 day title reign. But let, let's 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 stay on track. We're gonna get into that because because Jay's best day. Really have a track. I don't think we have a track. I feel like we're we just gonna track. jump around on this. Okay. We have a track. We're moving around, but we have a track. We're gonna, we're gonna go through this in chronological order. But like, but we're gonna Jay's best days are, are ahead of him. So let let's focus right here. Jay is ascending yeah. to main event status. He ends up losing at Hell in a He ends up losing at Night of Champions, and he ends up losing at Hell in a Cell because he saves his brother from getting choked out by Roman. This is when we really knew for the first time that Roman was ruthless. That Roman would, you know, this wasn't just about being tribal chief and trying to be there for the family. He would beat the crap out of you, whether you're blood or not, because I'm the tribal chief. And we saw the Wild Samoans and his the, the ancestors come out and basically crown him with the lay, ascending him to the level of tribal chief. So now, you know. He's a tribal chief. And you that also taught me that he can hold his own with talking. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because remember, he was holding Jay's head and he was like, he was talking to him like, give up. This is like he you made him feel like, oh, this is a real narcissist here. Like he's Facts. this is his, this is not only this is his character, this is him, right? Facts. This is who he is. And that's what so for me that I drank the Kool-Aid. Like I was like, oh, I like. Why didn't they do this with him before? Like this is like I can feel this. You see? and then when and when when the twins fell in line with him, I'm like this makes perfect sense. They are all born in what 85. He is the oldest. This storyline works because it's basically the truth. But but Jimmy, I mean Jay didn't fall in line at first. We know that because that's why they oh, fought right. for the title. And then right. eventually Jimmy comes back. Jimmy's healed, right. and Jimmy's like yo. 
bro talking to his twin like why are you taking this crap from this dude you know what i'm saying he's not the tribal chief like who says he's the tribe just because he says he's the tribal chief that doesn't make him the tribal chief and jay is like listen i tried to whip his tail it didn't work twice i might as well fall in line you know what i'm saying and then jimmy and jay pretty much decide crystal what what do they decide they decide listen it's time to think refocus and time to get back the world tag team championship man um and it starts the longest tag team championship reign in the history of the business tell me about the usos tell me about this world championship reign tell me about your feeling about what the team that i have officially now deemed the greatest team and i'm talking about heart foundation demolition that's hard for me because you know i'm an old school guy the greatest tag team ever I don't agree with I don't I don't go ahead continue. Okay, no, I'm just the great I mean the greatest tag team ever. Like they're they're so they're so valid in my book. I believe they're top five. Okay. I'm not there with the greatest yet. Okay. I don't want I don't want the time that they've been tag team champions to to me hover over the greatest. I don't think that the great I want to say they're in the top three. I believe that they're in the top three. Now you went from top five to top three pretty fast, so you might as well just keep going. No, I'm not keeping going. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, do you put New Day in your, at least in your top ten? You guys are gonna hate me to say this. They annoy me so bad that really? I, think, okay. I can't. I can't. You know what it is like. WWE. Why are black people always dancing, hopping around? I can't like that Don't bothers get me. Started. Don't that get bothers me. Every black team is dancing to the thing. There's a theme. Sir, I, no, that that to me knocked it out the box, and not because of their skill. That honestly bothers me. Like, like I feel like ever since Coco Beware, people like JYD. Everybody has to black people have to dance to the ring. Bianca, I'm, I'm good. I'm a black man. I'm a black man. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly how you feel. Um, I've talked about this many times, Conrad and I, the the complete disrespect for African-American people of color in the industry. You know, Kofi's losing to Brock Lesnar in nine seconds. Um, Bianca losing to, Be- uh, to, to Becky Lynch at SummerSlam in 10 to 15 seconds. Really? Know the dancing, the shucking and jiving. I listen. Don't get me. And they're all coming to the ring, smiling and dancing, and we're we're not here for the skits. Like I'm, I'm over it. So I think that I've never even honestly paid attention to them because of that. The street profits I really like, mm-hmm. but I think they made it. They made their gimmick into their own, and it doesn't feel fake to me. You see what I'm saying to you? Like I might see a red cola, solo cup at a. Of course, at a barbecue, you drink what like so for me they and I think that they're beasts, right? But I don't lose a I can't. Let's get into a couple more of these comments. JJ's over here laughing, having a good time. She says Charlotte raises everyone's blood pressure. That's true. Charlotte's in the money in the bank. I mean, I just kind of throwing the bag on towel. Well, um, listen, you know how I feel about Charlotte. I love her, so I'm gonna have to do Yeah, well, you're in the minority, my sister. You I are know. In the we, we discussed that. We discussed that. I, and I and I'm okay. Stand on the lane of my own. I love Charlotte. I don't like Charlotte as a face. I love her as a heel. Well, right now she's a corny tweener. And corny. I, mean, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. She's a tweener. 
Um, possibly E says hug, but no, that's not me. That's not you. Got me. I'm sorry. That's me. I live on a very busy block. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are we counting Booker T tap dancing on this pod? Yeah, we're counting that. So I love. Oh, I'm counting all of it. I'm counting all of it. I'm tired of it. Just because we have rhythm, we have to dance. Listen, okay. I'm over it. The reason I brought up the new day is because that's been the the Usos' number one rival over the past three or four years, and. They've ascended everybody. Rated RKO, uh, New Day, the Brawling Brutes, um, the Street Profits, the Ray and Dominic. Street Profits and Usos, I like to see them together. But here's the thing: I felt like their ride. It was just like a continue, like it was a continuous thing. Like it was always meeting at the same time. Like I was like, am I gonna watch this match again? I feel like I'm in the ground horses. But I feel like they were adequately paired. And I also feel like Randy Orton and Homeboy that annoys me, they were a good match too. I don't like I don't like Riddle either. He's about he's challenging for the Intercontinental Championship today, by the way. Riddle needs to stay out of Riddle <laughs> needs to stay out of rehab long enough because he can do he can do some certain stuff. But I feel like if you don't have your handler Orton around, you just do whatever you want, right? Facts. Facts. Um, so, so, so here we go. So Jay's in line. Jay's in line, and um, Roman goes to WrestleMania. We're gonna get back to the Usos. Roman goes to WrestleMania, and he successfully defends against a returning Edge. Uh, Edge came back the previous summer, but this was his real ascension to possibly getting back the title he lost ten years earlier. Um, ten years to the day, actually. That was really a cool, a cool stat that they had. Um, he won the Royal Rumble, but no, Roman turns him away. He turns Daniel Bryan away and turned out to be Daniel Bryan's final WrestleMania. And, you know, they're off to the races. Jimmy comes back from injury, and then Jimmy and Jay, after having a little bit of a discussion, decide they're going to go after the World Tag Team Championships again. At, at that time, just the SmackDown belts. They beat Ray and Dom. Fast forward a little bit. They ended up unifying against RK-Bro. And we're right. talking about a 300-plus day reign. So what can we do now? Crystal, to just add a little bit of spice and flavor to this dominant faction. You got Paul Heyman, arguably a top five manager of all time. I give Bobby Brain, Bobby the Brain, the number one spot, but he's definitely number one spot. There's no one. There's no one that's ever gonna beat Bobby and his glitter jackets. No one. He's number one. That's a fact. That's a fact. But Paul Heyman definitely top five in that conversation. So you have one of the top five manager. You have, or special counsel, you have the universal champion who seems like he's not going anywhere. You have the Usos, who are the world tag team champions, at least the SmackDown tag team champion, ended up unifying. What can we do? What can we do, WWE, to make this a little bit better? Like I said, WWE doesn't make a lot of good decisions, but they made a good one here. All of a sudden, you get a on Roman Reigns' locker room door, and somebody who had been feuding with, you know, the guy from Jackass. Jackass. Somebody who had been in a kind of a lackluster partnership with, I love him, but a lackluster partnership with Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm -hmm. A little kind of a corny storyline with some funny moments about the conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn says, hey, Roman, hey, Undisputed champion who I have no ties with whatsoever. There's no reason for me to be here whatsoever, but just because I'm gonna knock on your door, let me just let you guys know just in case. I'm the leader of the locker room people. <laughs> I'm the leader. 
Remember that? And and mind you, that didn't last too long, but it was funny that he thought that, right? Yes. Yes. Just in case you need a little help. Just in case you need some some assistance. I'm here for you, dude. Weeks go by. It gets funnier. He starts dancing and shucking. Finally, somebody besides somebody of color dancing and shucking and diving. He's making people laugh. Jay is falling out of character. Jimmy's falling out of character. Roman's chuckling under his breath. The honorary ooh, Sammy Zayn, becomes a fixture in the bloodline, and the fans eat him up. Oh. I mean, give yeah, me your thoughts. Give oh, me your thoughts good. on the honorary ooh. I I paid attention to him. Probably I started really paying attention to him like right before he came into the bloodline as honorary ooh. But I'm telling you. When Jay ripped that t-shirt off of him, I was so mad. Like, no, Sammy deserves a t-shirt. He's supporting you guys. Like, that's that was me. Like, no, the look on his face. One thing about Sammy, let me explain something to you. He should go into acting because Sammy, Sammy had me. He had me. And when the look on his face when Roman threw him that t-shirt, I was all in for it. Right. I love the fact that somebody who was not part of the bloodline wanted to be so loyal to the bloodline mm -hmm. because why and i'm surprised that they didn't have anybody else try to do it it's such a dominating factor why would you not get with the winning team yeah but but the fact that only one person really tried to do it is shocking to me and nobody else is trying to be down that doesn't make sense how every if they're winning everything they're dominating everything why would you not want to so for me it was startling, but it was needed. And he was also, I know JJ, I know you said you were bored with it, but I felt like he brought a lot of spice back to it. And also, he was more of a martyr than anything. He wasn't, he was getting he was getting beat up to save them. He wasn't fighting back. Like you know facts, what I mean? Like he facts. He was a martyr. He, he was he, taking bullets every week. He was taking bullets every week. And especially for Jay, who couldn't stand him. Like he was out there begging to be a part of this i'm like why did anybody think of this before and he's funny that's a fact that's a he fact. has no rhythm coming down that 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 uh he, he has no rhythm but i love every part of it it was very entertaining there's no question about that and around he's still this time too he's still entertaining the crowd oh, he was good in nxt but to me like i mentioned earlier the whole storyline he had with shinsuke and the whole storyline about the conspiracy theory and the whole jackass thing, I felt like I was like, all right, Sammy needs to get it together because this is not working. No, but let me tell you one thing that I did realize with the storyline with the guy from Jackass is he's very true to character. If he could be kayfabe, like back in the 80s, he would have won because he was on social media stalking him, harassing him, showing up to, to movie. That's what people used to do back in the day. When they didn't break character, right? For me, the fact that he held on to it and it was a whole social media feud, and they gave out their numbers. To, he he married the storyline. I knew that once he got to the bloodline storyline, it was gonna last because of what he did there. Sound assessment on your part, Crystal. I agree with you completely. Not not surely before this, um, we almost forgot about this part. Solo Sokoa saves um, Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle when Drew McIntyre looked like he was going to win the title. Um, so Solo Sokoa, and ironically, ironically, Jay doesn't, Jimmy likes him. Jimmy likes Sammy. He always, he always likes Sammy. Yeah. 
Jay didn't. But right. Solo really liked Sami Zayn. Like Solo, I love really them together. Sam. He had no issues. Like he would be like, "Yo, Jay, why are you tripping? I like Sami." It was crazy. Solo, right. the only time Solo would talk is when he was talking to Sam. Right, correct. It was awesome, and it was like, "Yo, this this is really working." And it was like, "Yo, now," and the, you know, and I want to get your take on this too. We all knew, right? None of us who have any kind of knowledge of this industry, whether from a journalistic standpoint, somebody who has tremendous expertise like you, myself, Conrad, all my people, we all knew that Sammy would eventually get kicked out of the bloodline. Oh yeah. But 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 the thing is though, we knew, but it was still like intriguing. It was like, all right, I know this is eventually gonna blow up in Sammy's face, but like this is awesome. Like it was like, and I know I'm going on three different points. I want you to answer both points. This is what makes me mad. When WWE gets it right, they get it right. Yes. But everything outside of the bloodline, with the exception, I'm gonna make a couple of exceptions right now. I would say right now, over the last couple of months, LA Knight, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. I can't even say Cody Rhodes anymore. I can't even say Cody Rhodes. At the WrestleMania, you can't. So everything outside of those, the bloodline, if they can get it right with the bloodline, this was in, this has been intriguing television for three years. I don't even watch Monday Night Raw. The only reason I watch Monday Night Raw is because I have to do research for my show with Conrad. I usually DVR SmackDown. The only reason I watch SmackDown is because of the bloodline. And, my, and it's like WWE is hot garbage, except for the bloodline. This Sami Zayn in, interaction with the Usos and Roman and Solo, it was it was gold. It was. I, For me, I do the same thing. I DVR it because Raw is a soap opera. There's barely any wrestling. Everybody's talking, right? So it's 90 minutes of me just fast-forwarding through commercials and that. That I agree with. Same thing with SmackDown. But again, my problem is I don't want to fast forward because if I did, I would have missed somebody like LA Knight, who I t I'm telling you, I enjoy so much. Like, after that whole stupid modeling thing that Vince tried, you can tell when Vince has his hands on things. Bruh. I mean, you want to take Eli Drake. That We all know that's Eli Drake. We, you want to take right. Eli Drake, who was like super charismatic and turn him into the maximum male model manager? Come on, bro. It was horrible. But when he, LA, I'm t I enjoy him so, and they were burying him for a moment. But I, what I do realize now is that WWE, and maybe it's just Hunter, is listening to the crowds. Because even when they were burying LA Knight, the crowd was still behind him. They remember. Was, they remember. Of course. And it's like, even with Seth, see, like, people may not like Seth. And Seth, this, this character for Seth is it. It is it. Ooh, I love it. I'm going to interrupt for a very strong purpose. Conrad, my co-host, my brother, he and you would probably debate for an hour about this. We can. We cannot can. stand the currently constituted oh. 
Seth oh, I love Rollins. it. I, he hates a, the it's, character. It's like it's like new age to me, Randy Savage. Like the I love it. Yes, yes. Opulence. Give yes. it to me. I'm full of it. I want more of it. I want more of it. He has Finally. a very black stylist. Okay. Do you see me when he came out? Understand that he is a visionary and a revolutionary. That's got it. I love Thank him. You. I love him. I don't know if I want to see him wrestle or if I want to take his wardrobe. I love and the fact that he can the fact that he can perform the way he does, give it to me. I'm all I'm all for such yes. Finally, somebody come on, Conrad. Get yourself together, brother. Get yourself together, he's freaking he's the only good thing to watch on Monday nights. That's the he only really is. He really Absolutely. is. All right. So Sammy's in the full Eric. Now, this is where at this stage, at this stage, we're talking about maybe like summer summer fall going into survivor series 2022 this mm -hmm. is basically where the bloodline is at its strongest paul Heyman's in the fold sammy's has been acknowledged as the honorary boost um we all know that at survivor series jay finally embraces sammy when he shows his allegiance jay's jimmy's always did i say jimmy i meant to say jay jay yeah. finally yes jay finally acknowledges um no pun intended Sammy is the honorary roost because uh, Sammy showed his loyalty by kicking Kevin Owens. Um, Jimmy's always been cool. Solo is cool, silent but violent. And Roman's the tribal chief. This is, I'd say, Survivor Series 2022. We have the bloodline at its strongest and best. Right. But you know what, too? I feel like one thing that bothered me between Jay and Sammy was if you're falling in line with what Roman is saying, why did Sammy have to prove it to you, Jay? Yes. You're the right-hand man. You're not the tribal chief. And that was annoying me at that point. And I wasn't really with it because I'm like, okay, well, where do you stand? Because you keep saying, you know, tribal chief this, da, 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 but you're not. Why does he have to prove anything to you? Like, you, like that wasn't your decision. But and if from, you say from, you from Jay's perspective, it, obviously, we're very educated fans. We know this is storyline, right? So from a storyline perspective, Jay's like, you're not blood. So, right. this so that's the reason why he felt that way. Correct. But also, Heyman is not family, and they went with whatever Heyman said, too. So my whole thing is, you should have been questioning Heyman from the bitter beginning, not now. True. You see what I'm saying to you? So if, you, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. So my issue was, you're not questioning Heyman. And mind you, remember, Heyman, had, Heyman went to Brock, came back. They welcomed him with open arms. But you're giving Sammy a hard time, and there was nothing. Like he never gave you anything to question? Touche, touche, touche. Um, by this time, Roman Reigns is the undisputed champion. He had beaten um, Brock Lesnar to unify the WWE Universal titles the previous WrestleMania in 2022. Now we fast forward to Survivor Series. They're at their strongest. Let's stop right there for a second and get to some comments because they're flowing in. They, I told you they love you, Chris. They love you. All right, so JJ. Let's get back to that tag team conversation. We're talking about tag team shucking and jiving. So what does Hit Row need to do? Because people don't want them on TV. I never liked them since NXT. Um, they need to leave. <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say they need to hope that Swerve Strickland comes back, but Sir Swerve Strickland is very much entrenched in his contract in AEW. We all know now that Swerve Strickland was the founding force behind the hit row, and without him, they are really, um, they're really, they're really struggling. I was happy to see Triple H brought them back after Vince fired them, 
but it, it hasn't been the same since Top Dollar tried to go over the top rope and bumble themselves. It, it was, it's, it's, there's no the rapping, the, See, here we go, rapping and performing. Yeah. Listen, they're not good. Right. I feel you. I mean, Swerve Strickland, like you said, Swerve Strickland's in another company. It's just not going to work without him. And he's not coming back right, right. now. Like, they need to leave. Um, Conrad says, talking about the new day, where's Woods been? Woods, in, in my mind, has been healthy. I don't, uh, Xavier. He's I don't think Xavier Woods is injured. Kofi's injured. Kofi's injured, right, right. Kofi's right, right. injured. Woods is Woods is healthy. Maybe you know what, Conrad? Maybe um and Crystal, please give me your two cents on this. Maybe Woods is being exposed as not being able to survive without E and, and Kofi. Because when he was he out, when E was out, Kofi was there. When Kofi yeah. was out, E was there. But this is the first time they're both off the scene. And you know, Xavier Woods is by himself. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, positively, E New Day does their own thing. She poppers feel a little modern crime time with without the. I like the crime time reference. Um, a little bit updated of a of a of a crime time swag. I agree. What do you think? Yeah, I Riddle. Uh, Riddle is really tough. with Goat says he says I respect when he said if people want to fight me, let them fight me. I think that's in reference to the issue he had with Goldberg. I agree. He was not going to back down from Goldberg. Uh, shout out to Goldberg in a very negative way. I can't stand him because he ended Bret Hart's career. Your thoughts on Goldberg? There you go. On the same page. On the same page. Uh, bloodline commentary from my brother Conrad. Is the Bloodline storyline over Mega Power storyline? Ooh, my favorite storyline in the history of the business. Um, really? Really? You know what? Sex sells and in a very classy way in the 80s sex sold it was obviously it was it wasn't raunchy which is why i respect it it wasn't nasty that's why i respect it but it was always the 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 undertow of is essentially is hogan trying to steal elizabeth away from savage that was essentially the the it was done in a way in the 80s that was not raunchy not ugly um which is why i can respect the way they put it together but the bottom line is, like, if we were at home talking by ourselves, the conversation is, is Hogan trying to smash Elizabeth? That was the whole crux of the storyline. And then it just, and it doesn't hurt that you have Hogan and Savage, the two best wrestlers in the world. But here we go again. Art imitating life. Because remember, if you look at any documentaries with Elizabeth and Randy, that's who he was in real life. So that's why it was probably your favorite, because it worked, and that's who he was. So who do you give the nod? Do you give the, the, the three-year run of the three years, by the way, three years and counting. We don't know what's going to happen today. Right. The Bloodline storyline or the Mega Power storyline? The Mega, the Mega Power, just to give some historical context, the Mega Powers originally got together in the fall of 87, the early fall of 87. That was the first Mega Power handshake when Hogan saved uh, Exactly. Um, obviously, that moved forward. Macho won the title. Hogan came back to help him at SummerSlam. Anyway, October 87 through WrestleMania 5. So that's a year. That's two years, roughly a little less than two mm -hmm. years. Because of nostalgia purposes, I'm, gonna, I'm going to say Mega Powers. Okay. For nostalgia purposes, but I also feel like I may have to get back to you guys because I have to see what happens today. Okay, that's fair. And it's not going to just end today because this is going to lead to SummerSlam some kind of way. 
Oh, I, I, this is, let me tell you something. Let, let's be very honest. This is going to, this is, WrestleMania 40 is around the corner. Facts. This is going to last till then. This Facts. is going to last till then. I do not think that Roman's going to lose this title at all. I think that he will lose it after WrestleMania 40 because I feel like WrestleMania 40 is going to be him and The Rock. Um, I think that should and be he's not. I, I don't think that it's going to sell because he's not He's not going to leave his family. If that's one thing he's going to do, it's going to come through with them. I don't ever think he's ever not done it. I so think Rock, that he so could Rock's not. going to show up in his backyard of Hollywood, but he's going to show up in Philly? There's there's contracts when it comes to acting, right? Okay, you can't true. do certain stuff. You can't. He can't put his body on the line. Rock was Rock was clear to wrestle at wrestle at thirty nine. Rock was cleared. I don't know. Rock was cleared. There was nothing that was hindering Rock from the obligational standpoint. I, don't know. I, I it it confused me when he didn't show up for his twenty fifth anniversary in in I think it was for Survivor Series, but. That, that was, was that was the it was it was before the Royal, I know what you're talking about for the Royal Rumble. That was supposed to be the night. The original plan, me and Conrad were following this. We were gonna run it for our show. The storyline was a family recognition of Roman Reigns. That was the announcement on the previous SmackDown. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. They announced on the website, like on Saturday, that it was changed to the trial of Sami Zayn. So, right. I remember this. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Somehow between then and like a day later, I'm assuming this is just an assumption. I have no inside information, but from an educated wrestling fan journalist standpoint, I'm assuming a phone call was made. Rock's not going to make it. And it was a rock. I have full belief that rock was supposed to be at 39 and something went left. I think so too. I definitely think so too. But I also feel like 40s coming up 40 years of this. They're not, and this is their main bread and butter. Roman is their main bread and butter. For they're gonna hold out till four. If they've held out for three, they're gonna hold out for a couple other another months. I'm telling you what I know. I think you're gonna be disappointed, sis, because you know what I think it's gonna be. By the way, let me go on record as saying I think your idea would be amazing, but I think it's gonna be Cody and Roman too. I would hate that. I think so Cody. Cody I think Cody's going to come back and, and I don't know if he's going to win the Royal Rumble. Maybe they'll make it so where he doesn't win back-to-back Royal Rumbles. Maybe he'll win the Elimination Chamber. You know how that kind of becomes like the de facto last chance. I think I think it's going to be Cody and Roman uh, too. I yeah, but anyway. I will tell you in our DMs, you know I'm never wrong when I make a prediction. I have not been wrong yet. I just want to you guys are not you guys are not Privy to our DMs when we're DMing, and I'd be like, "Told you, told you this is gonna happen." But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I gotta bring. See, you feeling yourself, and rightfully so. You're feeling yourself, and rightfully so. But I gotta bring you down to earth. That was the first prediction I've heard you say that seems a little bit emotional. Uh, you want the rock. You want the rock to come back because you know I that do. Was awesome. I'm telling I you. I'm telling you, the rock is chilling. He doesn't need to come back. Of course he's chilling. That man got more money than God. Like, of course he's chilling. And you know he loves buying people cars or houses. Listen, we know he's chilling. What I'm saying is I do feel like he feels like he has some obligation to... If he had had an obligation... See, now you're getting to see me how I act on Monday nights. If he felt like he had an obligation... He would have been at 39. He would have been at 38. He would have been at 37. 
Let me tell you something, Crystal, okay? Because now you got me pissed off. Let me tell you something. Never act on don't, don't don't let your emotions supersede your rational thinking. I am no no I'm so sick of you're not alone. I am so sick of people talking about Rock's dedication to the business. Rock loves the business. Rock is so you're tired business. You would make a way to show up at least once a year. You're telling me that you can't figure out how to make yourself available one day a year? Yeah, but give me a break. Give me a break. You're acting like a Taurus, and we're I'm a Taurus, you're a Taurus, and he's a Taurus. Don't act like a typical Taurus. That's what you're doing right now. I'm speaking the truth. I'm speaking the truth. You're telling me Rock can't figure it out. How long has it been? You tell me how long has it been? I agree. I agree. It's been a long time. But we'll see. We'll see. I hope you're right. For the record, let me go on the record and say I hope you're right. Emily for Sheezy says bloodline over mega powers. He believes bloodline over mega powers. He's not sure, but we're, it's kind of. I think he's saying it's a toss up. Yeah. JJ, Sammy got me uh, watching for four weeks total, and I went back to being to reading tweets. Mm-hmm. So Sammy, I guess Sammy engaged Jocelyn. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Positively, E Riddle is a, you're talking about the Riddle conversation. Riddle is yes. a joke. Uh, his bad habits left him nowhere but to go. That's a fact. That's a, fact. That's a good point, brother. And that's, I don't know if he's learned from his bad habits. He just came back from rehab, right? So like. Touche, touche. Back, back in a in a big spotlight. He's gonna lose today, but at least he's back in the in the spotlight. Um, Riddle could have went. Conrad says Riddle could have went to New Japan Pro Wrestling before he got signed to NXT. That would have might have been a good fit. He's more of a shoot guy anyway. I agree. Um, oh, big shout out to McKinney in the building. McKinney, that's my dog. He always sends me good DMs and gives good information. He says, here, I'm yo, yo, I'm here to talk about wrestling and say have a safe holiday. Let's go. I appreciate you, my G. I appreciate you very much. It's not a holiday for me. I, I, I celebrate Juneteenth, but have a happy day off. No doubt, no doubt. Conrad says, yeah. Uh, give a shout out to McKinney, no doubt. McKinney has some takes on this thing. Um, they took Solo's voice after he told Jay he was tripping and told Sammy to join him at ringside. I remember that backstage segment at SmackDown. Um, then they took the NA title, the North American title away. Uh, no, uh, he's the enforcer appointed by the high chief. And you know what the cool part, that's a good point that McKinney makes. Remember how Roman said that even though the elders appointed Solo as the enforcer, that Roman still had to give his okay, like almost like Roman was his word was more important than the high chiefs. And again, that goes to the narcissist timeline of it. And he just said, he just mentioned it last night about, you know, I know people think of a narcissist and da, 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 da. That's what I'm saying. There needs to be somebody. There needs to be, and I don't know why they haven't stepped in as yet. Mm-hmm. There needs to be the elders that stop them. And it needs to be not one elder, not two, but a couple of them that are coming in to say, this now needs to be stopped. And I feel like if they added that to the storyline, this would then be golden. And then for said for them to say, there's no one that can stop him, and there needs to be one more. That would be the rock, and then he loses. That's why I see WrestleMania 40 going, but I could be wrong. I'm on I'm going the record as saying I hope you're right. I just I just I just don't see how I, I hope I look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Rock shows up a couple weeks before WrestleMania Royal Rumble, whatever. Yeah, I, hope I mean I hope he loses, right? He's not he's not going and like yeah, he's not gonna win the title, right? Let's be very clear. Yeah, but I feel like it needs to be one of those 
this man cannot be stopping. It's not Solo. It's not Jay. It's not J Like, he's now out of control. We gave him this title. We put the lay. We did everything we we're supposed to do. And now we've created a monster. And now they, they there's Paul in his ear. There's this and then You know, he's very, very, um, he's very, what's the word I'm looking for? He's very possessive over Paul. You see what I'm saying to you? He's like, listen. That's not your special. That's mine. Like, oh, you know what I mean? like, and and Paul keeps saying what he's doing for the family. It needs to be like we created this, and now it's not. This is not what family is about. Because Absolutely. the twins are saying it to him. He doesn't care. You see what I'm saying to you? So now it's like I don't care who. I don't care if my father says it. I don't care if my uncle says it. Like it needs to be the narcissism of that to get us to WrestleMania for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Legault's laughing. I'm talking about uh, Gomez McMahon. I know, right? Such a weird-looking guy these days. Conrad finds that hysterical, as do I. McKinney with another good point coming up. Last night, the people at the WWE know who needs to win money in the bank. Even though Logan Paul would put more eyes on the product, the fans uh, feel that they want L.A. Night 100. You have to say his name the proper way. L.A. Night. Yeah! Facts, facts, but like, but McKinney, McKinney, you know me, bro. You know me. L.A. Knight winning money in the bank. That sounds like a good idea. You know what that means. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm gonna just yeah, leave and it. I don't think that Logan Paul, he's here for a good time, not a long time. So I feel like him making a couple appearances every couple of months, spicing it up is great. But that. for him, I don't think him winning, he already wrestled Roman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's here to spice stuff up some time to time. Conrad, I'm going to mess with Conrad. Conrad's trying to clarify his stance on Seth Rollins. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it with a little bit of sarcasm because he knows how I feel. So Seth Rollins, he says, Seth Rollins is a great wrestler, but what's the character? How did we get? Conrad's perspective is that this whole, oh, and the, and the drip god and all that stuff, he's like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, have to, it's working. Oh, it's working. Cares. Who cares? Randy Savage on ecstasy, and Randy Savage already looked like he was on ecstasy. We love him. Give me more of him. Let's go. I love it. Glitter in his. I love. I love everything about him. I love it. But listen, I love all of it. But listen, we got to acknowledge. See, Conrad's not alone. McKinney he says tone it down. All the Joker he laughing, but I think okay. So he's half and half. He's half and half. Yeah, he's half and half. No, I love it. I love the. I love the joke. I love all of it because it's like even when he was in the ring the other day with uh, the guy from Judgment Day, Finn. Finn, and he started laughing in his face. For me, that laugh is like your joke. Like I'm gonna get into the ring and I'm gonna smash you. Same with the Joker. He was all smiles, but he was nothing to play with. So that when I hear that, I think I think for me it's like an insult. Like you ever been talking to somebody and they start laughing at you? You're insulted by the laugh. You see what I'm saying to you? There's nothing funny about Seth Rollins. He's pretty and he's very ugly, okay? I am Team Seth Rollins all the M. Leezy for Sheezy. Hit Road needs to leave. Yo, so M. Leezy agrees with you completely. McKinney, Miss Crystal. I've been saying saying since day one they need to leave. Edge is talking about about Hit Road. No doubt. Um, Oh, another crump. Big shout out to our crump. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. means everything, bro. Um, yeah, Hit Row is definitely cooked. I don't see where Swerve return. Uh, I don't see Swerve. Neither do I. When he's uh, when he, agreed, Swerve is not coming back, and without Swerve, Hit Row is dead. 
Let's call let's call a spade a spade. Um, JJ says, thank you. If my 17 and 15-year-old nephews didn't like hit row from the first reaction and they were to be the target audience at that time, they were trying too hard. Exactly. Good point. They are dressed like OPP, yeah, you know me. From the 90s. I can't do it. Like, no, I don't like it. Get it out of here. I hate it. This is why I love you, sis. Like, you keep it, you keep it a thousand. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, Conrad, I gotta do this justice. I see lust in Hogan's eyes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Lust in his eyes and lust in your black heart. Hulk remember he used to say, like, I wasn't sure if he was saying death or death. Hulkamania is death. I'm like, oh my god, macho's so freaking awesome. Even as a kid. Yo. Macho, that cream of the crop promo. Listen, let me tell you something. Every time I see a half and half, I'm like, Macho, all day. Just your little cup of coffee in the big time, Steamboat. All right, let's get back to business. Crump is saying Bloodline passed Mega Powers after Jey Uso turned, in my opinion, but I love the Mega Power story. Crump, you know how I feel Jay should have turned four months ago, but I agree with you. The goat, the goat, the goat. Bloodline story is still happening. So yeah, we're right. still, it's still like right. We still have to figure out what's going on next. That's true. McKinney, McKinney, McKinney. By the way, thank you guys for all the um, all the comments. It's me. You guys being here means a lot. Real talk. McKinney says that segment got changed due to two of the elders got sick and Rikishi. Okay. Rikishi keeps. Let me say something. It's sidebar. Hit that McKinney. I, I did not know that. But he's the he's the I I heard that he's the busiest person. That I know because how do you miss your son's wedding and now you're missing this? If you're so for again, if you're so for WWE, you keep missing important things. Uh, I, something's off for Rikishi, but we'll talk about that another day. In my personal opinion, sorry, twins, don't want to speak, speak about your daddy like that. You're good. you're good. Use this as your platform too. We're having fun. Hub going in on the goat for what? I don't know. Who who was I talking about? Was what goat was I talking about? Who was I just going in on? Who you talking about? The Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going in on the rock. You know why I'm going in on the rock, Pastor. If you care, you'll be here once a year. It's freaking WrestleMania. Stone Cold just came out of freaking retirement two WrestleManias ago. Get out of my face. bad knees and a bad back. Like. Come on, bro. Positively, he knows he likes to ruffle my feathers. That's my brother, but he knows that all well. Rock needs to do better. And if, if Rock doesn't want to come back, just say I'm not coming back. Stop teasing us, bro. No, the WWE needs to stop teasing us. Well, no, no one too. Because no, he was Rock, doing something in the yeah. background of his show and all that other that's stuff. What that's what telephone is for. Correct, correct. I agree. Um, McKinney laughing it up. All right. Conrad says, I'm using that crystal. <laughs> I like that. That's what's up. M. Leezy for Cheesy. If Rock can drag himself back to fast uh, to fast movie franchise after flopping Black Adam, he can make. Amen! M. Leezy for Cheesy. Thank you. I, I mean. I think the Okay, okay. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. With, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you guys. I'm not. I'm just telling you the storyline I have in my head. No doubt, no doubt. Everything is subjective. Conrad says that's a fact. Uh, McKinney says uh, Mega Powers was the first storyline that I could really understand at the age of 12. No doubt, no doubt, bro. I agree. I agree. You know what that means, McKinney. I appreciate you, my G. Get your You know what that means T-shirt too, yo. The You know what that means T-shirt is available in the merch shop, man. Go cop those. Uh, Conrad says this is the uh, uh, this is that Bradshaw loses an APA next week. JBL is the world champ who uh, who can't be. Touche, touche, touche. Um, okay, I didn't want to skip one. Comparatively speaking, Tito Santana, you are 
Yo, Crystal, E is nuts. Don't don't pay attention to E. Um, cream of the crop. There you go, Crystal. There you go. Cream of the crop. Um, I agree with you. And Crump agrees with me saying that Jay should have. Okay, so that brings us to Royal Rumble 2023. Yes. Oh, my. Now, Crystal, I'm not going to go on my normal tangent. I'm just going to give you a tangent. That's not a real word, but a tangent. Okay. Okay. That's your word. Yes. Okay. Jay should have turned in January or February. Let, let's call a spade a spade. When I know maybe I'm being unrealistic when I talk about Jay turning in January at the Royal Rumble because obviously that was the night that Sammy turned. But so maybe you couldn't do both on the same night. I can respect that. Maybe you know that WWE can only concentrate on one thing at one time and you wanted two people to turn at one night. Touche. No, I'm saying I can understand. No, I, feel like I could see why they held off on doing it that night. Right. But that night, we knew what the fans wanted. Because when Sam, literally, when Sammy turned on Roman and got his proper pop, which he deserved, because it, it was an amazing moment, five minutes later, Jay standing in the corner with a look on his face. Looking of, so pensive. And the fans are chanting Jay's by God name. 60,000 people chanting Jay. I'm going to scream right now. It's not directed towards you, my sister. Just let me have this. I've done it many times. And this is your moment to hear it. Jay is in the freaking corner. Standing still. Doing nothing. Now here's the, the fans are chanting his name. But again, this is where let me tell you one thing about that whole scenario that I hated. It was probably eight minutes, right? Like that whole beginning to end when they started beating up on Kevin Owens. It was about eight to ten minutes. Yeah. Did you realize that the announcers said absolutely nothing? It was dead air. If this was Monsoon and Bobby, it would have been a different era, which I think could have even elevated it for us watching. Not in the so not in, Graves and, and Cole dropped the ball. I, they completely dropped the ball. Okay. It was dead air. Now, mind you, you're always hearing unless people are really speaking. You could have, of course, the mics weren't directly on them. But there, there was something that was even missing in that moment and the drama of what is Jay doing? Do you hear the, the crowd chanting his name? What's going on? What is he think? It was literally dead silence. True, true. It, 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 you, they missed it. They, they missed the mark on that with just letting it hear things that are going on in the ring because honestly, it's not that clear when you're outside of it. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Like they could have done so much more. I mean, I don't really love Corey Graves and I don't, eh, whatever. Right. But I feel like th that moment still even missed the mark, even with him staying in the corner, because they had to let his look speak for it all, and they should never – that should never be it. Okay. Uh, that's a fair – because, I mean, I'm, there's certain dead air moments. Maybe you're, maybe you're saying that that was a moment where they should have maybe narrated. That was a moment that they should have at least gave some okay. narrative. Because okay. we got it, but because – we understand the storyline from the bitter beginning. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Everybody's not as, as psychotic as us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like they that annoyed me to that point. Like, I'm like, what, what happened to the announcers? Are there mics working? What's going on? What's going on in the ring? Blah, blah, blah. 
they they added no context. They they had to let that speak for its own, but it didn't have to speak for its own. Like we knew what it was, but it was right. too long with no one saying anything. I feel you. I feel you. I, I mean, that's a, that's a good perspective. I see what you're trying to say. It could have added to the drama by a little added. Yeah, absolutely. 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 If someone would have said, "What is Jay gonna do? What's going on? Why is he in the corner? Do you hear the crowd? If this is, you know what I mean? Like, why, why is, is Jay not meeting up Sammy with the rest of them? Right. What's going on with Sammy? What? Like, even when Sammy turned around and Jay was like, "What are you doing?" and he was like, "I'm sorry," and that kick came from Jimmy on the side. I was like. <gasps> And then you heard nothing from the commentators. How did one of the biggest things of the year happen in front of you and you said not one thing? So your mic is dead? I feel you. I mean, yeah, there's a time for dead air and sometimes there's not. Maybe they should have added some context. I feel you. I feel there you. had to be con- like Michael Cole is always screaming. You think he wasn't screaming when he saw when he saw Sammy turn on Roman and you said nothing? That doesn't right. make sense. Like, I just feel like that's when Vince was behind the scenes, like, let it play for itself. And and poor Poor Hunter's like, what the hell? My father-in-law's insane. No doubt. No doubt. Touche, touche. So so they're chanting Jay's name. Now, I want to give you credit and credence to what you just said. The Sammy turn just happened, so you can't have two turns in one night. I like the fact that he walked off and left some doubt about how he felt. And obviously, that was WWE at its best. Unfortunately, we don't see WWE at its best very often. I said that before. I'm not going to delve into that again. Now, if you're saying that Royal Rumble wasn't the time... That's cool. I'll I'll go with that. But if Royal Rumble wasn't the time, then no way out. Excuse me, I still like to call it no way out. Elimination Chamber in February should have been the night. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Jay, and still is to this day, but Jay was so over. I mean... You, they were giving him more cheers. They were, then they were, and it was deafening for Sammy in his hometown. But when Jay came out, they were cheering louder for Jay. Jay, let me tell you something, Crystal. I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir. Jay turning on Roman right then, right there, would have been historical. Yes. It would have been had historical significance that would have resonated for you. Jay Uso could have been added to the WrestleMania match with Cody to a triple threat, and it would have been believable, and it would have been believable for Jay to win if they had pulled the trigger in February. But of course, that would be a good idea, and you know what that means. So WWE knows that that's a so we're we're gonna give them exactly the opposite of what they want. You see, I'm mad. I'm really mad about this, by the way. This, this I, I told you I watched your podcast of it, and I was crying. And I literally watched it at two thirty in the morning, and I was cracking up. Well, by the way, thank, that means everything to me. Thank you so much. But seriously, this Jay Uso thing, it infuriates me. You had Jay Uso was given to you on a, the no storyline needed. The fans did it for you. Just pull the trigger. And then he was for a couple of weeks. He was in the the the, the crowd like like crow like Sting used to be. I'm like I don't I'm not just, I, I, just I for it to be two I weeks later. It. Exactly. I hate it. Right. And there was this no longevity with that. Like you, you didn't know what he was gonna do. Blah blah blah. blah. His brother was begging. Uh, one thing about me, and I'll give you guys a little tidbit. Mm. I hate triple threat matches. Mm. I hate them. 
Why? Somebody is always doing nothing. Somebody's that's not nothing. true. Somebody's Ven sitting on the floor. Vengeance. Somebody's waiting. I'm gonna tell you that. Vengeance 2002. Kurt Taker and Rock, one of the greatest matches of all time. I'm talking about the matches of now. Triple okay, you don't like modern day triple threats. No, I don't like modern day trip. I don't like them. They bore me. Like I don't like it. Okay. I don't. I don't. Especially, I don't mind them for SmackDown or for big of for for premium live events. I don't. I I'm, I will not watch it. That's interesting. I'm surprised. Triple threats are kind of okay. That's cool. All right. I don't want. I want to see the build up for two people and see who's gonna win. Not there's one more. They just been added. No, no, no. I don't want oh, to see you're, anybody. So you're saying if they, you're saying if, the, if they had pulled the trigger when they should have back in February, and Jay was added to the title match at WrestleMania, you wouldn't have been feeling that. No. Really? Okay. Let me explain something to you. Bloodline versus Bloodline does not need times honorary oops like no it needs i need to, these collisions to be one-on-one -on -one. you have beef with roman on your own like well then no. well then you're saying that you don't think then you're saying jay wouldn't there wasn't enough time to add jay anyway because cody had already yeah, right 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 and they're two different they're two different storylines that so you're you, so you would not have pulled the trigger in february that's what you're telling me i'm telling you i think that they're pulling the trigger at the right time you think they're not Oh my God! So you think you think I'm wrong when I say they should have pulled the trigger four months ago? Yeah, I don't agree with that. Alright, okay. No, I think that they should have pulled it when they did. Now, I, they're they're pulling it now, and I really, 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 really feel that it should be Roman and Jay and not tag teams because what are you gonna do? Like, I think I think we're gonna get the single match in, in August. I do think we're gonna get the single match in August, but yeah. um, I. I actually wanted to slow down a little bit with Sammy because I was enjoying Sammy, but I get it because I knew that it was never going to be Sammy and Roman ever coming. Yeah, that was not it. Yeah, right. But the problem with Cody as well is when he had that injury, it took him back a couple of months. Oh sure, Absolutely. I believe that it is wrong. I I do believe that Roman could have lost the title to Cody, and this bloodline storyline would have still been as big. That I do believe, and I think that they're wrong for not giving the title to Cody and then going on with this bloodline because we would have still been as interested. A lot of people think Cody was informed he would lose the day of. I think it was... I, I, think could, it was see that. I could see that. I really, I really, really can see that. I think, I think it was still in the air even the, the morning of the show. I do. I do too. I'm telling you, I have not been that shocked in a long time. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was like, in my living room like what like i just i i'm still shocked about it because now the aura of cody i'm just not i'm not saying i'm not feeling cody i really like him i think that he's a great baby face but it's like you know you know what i'm saying there, like, was, there was a shot during i don't want to i think it was, it was like a two-hour pre-show chat let me know if i'm right or i'm wrong um the pre-show wrestlemania had a shot of Cody coming out of his bus with his wife and his daughter. And just looking back at the time, I'm not going to lie to you and say at the time I knew what it was, but looking back hindsight being 2020, Cody's face was really jacked up. This is about maybe an hour and a half before the show started on the pre-show. And it was, it was a, a, a shot of Cody coming off his bus with his wife, Brandy and their, and their daughter. And he, and looking back hindsight being 2020, 
his face looked really dejected. I I wouldn't be surprised if like I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. Yeah, I'm saying because the pre-show is still on the network. Yeah. He looked like something was wrong. And Conrad and I were talking about maybe that was the moment that he was told that you're not going to win tonight. Vince just came back. I want to tell you guys, you know when Vince came back because it's things started to turn, shifting started to happen. Costumes, name, da, 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 da. I'm telling you what I know. Vince is one of those people that's like, hey, bud, sorry, it's the way it's going to be. And he literally said, I left AEW because I wanted to be a wrestler. I didn't want to be in management. So he knows he has to do what they say, even though it does not make sense. Right. Again, Vince has lost his mind. We all know this. So it's one of those, it's what it's the boss's call kind of thing. So I can completely believe that. But I'm telling you what I, now my like, I don't even know, like my fire for it's like it's cool, but like now you're challenging everybody. Like, wanna fight? Wanna fight? Wanna fight? If you're the top baby face, why are you challenging people? Dominate dominate money in the bank. Right. Like, why did you challenge him? What's going on? And when did you become Ray's superhero person that needs to defend his honor? And I like I don't like like everybody needs to to defend Ray's honor, but him, like now he's done. I would stay whooping my son's ass, excuse me, if he disrespected me like that. It wouldn't stop. Like, I would find you. I would pop up on Raw, bust you in the head, and go back to what I was doing. Now, all of a sudden, everybody else is defending you? Facts. No. Facts. Let's get to some of these comments, because we're right. That was a perfect segue, because it actually led us right to WrestleMania 39, exactly where we want to be. Jay has decided. Jay has not made a decision. I thought he should have made a decision. But he ended up making his decision a couple weeks later on Raw, where he hugged Sammy. We thought that he made the turn. He turned out turning on Sammy, and that led to the Unified Tag Team Championship match. And Roman ended up going his way to face Cody. So that's where we're at at this current moment. And we check the comments. Um, oh, Royal Rumble 2023. McKinney says Jay was in shock. He was the one who knew it was coming from Sammy, but he finally started to like Sammy. Now his heart is shattered. Now the mind games again. I know that was the storyline. McKinney hit the nail right on the head. I'm just saying that in that moment, you're right. That's exactly what that was. But I'm, I don't think anybody anticipated the crowd reaction of people chanting Jay's name, which I was like, hey, listen, Taylor made, let's make the, the switch. But McKinney, I got to give McKinney credit. Um, this comment right here, I got to give McKinney credit because clearly Crystal agrees with you. I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess we wouldn't be having money in the bank today, Legos, with his emojis, appreciate you. Like, we wouldn't be having to stay today if, if he had turned back then. I'm just, I don't know. Um, Conrad says Seth versus Cena versus Lesnar in the Dome in 2015. That's a little reference to the triple threat comment you made. They can't give it to Jay. Conrad says, sadly, I told you. Remember, I told you that story earlier, Crystal? Yeah. So Conrad was telling me it's because of the outside the ring stuff. I mean, after all this time, though, it's like, I don't know, man. Um, possibly Cody looks. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. did. Yes, he did. Possibly he also says might be a UFC decision, maybe Roman more marketable. That's possible, too. Legault says, some say, Co- yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and, that, and you said same time, Hub. Yes, I think that was the same time we were thinking that. Getting off the bus pre-show, I think that's when, look back at that. I think that face that he was having when he was holding his daughter and walking with his wife, I think he probably got word right then, you're not going to win tonight. Cody uh, dead in the water, nobody can. I, I'm with you. I care, though. I care. I'm against that. I don't agree with that. I think that the crowd is really behind him. Um, the audience, I don't, I think that he is, uh, 
as much of a baby face as we can get nowadays. I don't believe that. I don't think that he's dead in the water. But I do, do think that they need to do something more with him than just um, having him go fight Dominic. Like, don't I? I think that Dominic's character, Dominic is funny as all get out to me. I think what they're doing with him, the crowd booing him, he's oh, yeah, talking. I, I love that. I love the whole mommy thing. But I also feel like, Cody, you have bigger fish to fry. They screwed you. You need to go back and try to get your title. Why are you playing with Dominic? Like, you want to fight everybody who just says, hey, you want to fight? Like, no, no, no. Like, he's picking up little beefs here and there. He's not building to anything. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. This is another, like I said, the only thing they've gotten right is Seth and the bloodline because this is what's going to happen. Cody's going to. LA Knight. Yeah, that's that's my mistake. I keep forgetting. I I apologize. You're right because I'm cheering for LA Knight to win today. Um, What they're going to do is they're going to have Cody Rose either win the Royal Rumble again or that he's going to win the Elimination Chamber. And what's going to happen is the fans are going to start to resent him. I believe by the time we get to WrestleMania next year, he's going to start getting those baby face boos because they're going to be like, okay, I'm sick of this crap. Listen, you have to remember, Roman was getting those boos until three years ago. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't stand him. They didn't want to stomach him. They knew that they were being force fed him. This It's going to happen to Cody if they don't be careful. It's the same thing. They hate it. This man beat cancer and they still couldn't stand it. They cheered him for like two weeks and then they remembered they ate his guts. 14 days. That's it. The man beat. He's like, you beat it, y'all. And he was like, all right, you got clocked down now. 30 yeah. more days. Congratulations on beating cancer. And I am genuinely. Now they're shoving, but, you know, like now look at him. Look how he sells merchandise. First of all, I want I want everybody to know my little cousin bought me the Roman Reigns socks. I was very excited. Like his merchandising was it. Okay. That's nice. That's I think the last thing I had was a like Randy Savage and and probably Hulk, like it wasn't this. Like I'm like you, he is selling. I don't want anything from Cena. I don't want anything from anybody else. But that man, give it to me. I want more. I want the new T-shirt he had on last night. Did you realize he had a new T-shirt on last night? Yeah, he's the only one we know. <laughs> he's the only one we know, even though he's not the only one because Solo is standing right next to him. I love how Jimmy said that, and I love how the twins eyed him like, we know somebody else, even though he's acting a fool right now. But I, I do feel like, I, I, you know how I feel about this because we talked about it last time. I don't love the fact that they, they're shooting Solo to the top. Well, we don't know what's going to happen yet because he may not do we that. Don't, we don't, but, but by bloodline association is what I'm saying. We don't okay. know if he's ready right. when it comes to talking. We don't know... He, he doesn't have to do it, right? But he, he's not going to be another Yoko, even though, fun fact, that's really his middle name in real life. We don't know if he's going to be another Yoko who has or somebody representing him when Roman is that possessive over Paul. True. True, because like he said, it's it, he's not anybody's wise man except Roman Reigns. Right. And Roman said it. So, Solo, you say nothing. So what are you going to do from doing that to being, to, to being uh, I don't know, like... Uh, some lyrical per- like no it's not gonna work it's not gonna work like the genius he's gonna go from being solo to the genius in what 14 days it's not gonna happen positively he said uh cody had the boo-boo face coming down the ring at mania yes he didn't look very happy i agree um he also says cody went for punk money and got the oh good ugh, good point 
Good point. Good point. It's true. I mean, sometimes when you get greedy, that's these things start to happen. Cody getting side eye for leaving AEW, like Hub said. I hope Cody can get keep his momentum. I agree. I hope so too. But I think by the time Mania rolls around, he's gonna start getting those baby face boobs. Listen, on top of that, to go back to that comment, anyone who has left for WWE, like to go to WWE, even from the big takeover from Vince, it's all about the money. That's what WWE is. It's a bank. Let's be very clear. That's how all of the other territories deteriorated because of the money. They went there for the money. This is what they do. Agreed. Agreed. Emily for Sheezy, another uh, scoop. No. No. Are you kidding me? So Cody and Dominic made a venting over either the world title with Seth and Finn or the bloodline. Yo, Matt Lopez, Matt Lopez is pretty typically spot on. He does a lot of research. If that's the case, that's true. That's terrible. Oh my goodness. It is terrible. Because again, I like I enjoy I enjoy him and Rhea, but he's not main event status. Yeah. He's not. He says Cody jacked up AEW when he left too. It's only now turning the corner thanks to Double J. Oh, it's a little bit of a dig. He doesn't really like Double J, Crystal. He's just having fun. But he's not. Matter of fact, let me take that back. He might be serious because Double J has some backstage influence in AEW. So maybe he's being serious. Well, he's, he, you know, I've, I almost, Double J is better backstage. Look at who his father is. Look at what they built, right? That's so, his, right, correct. So for, it's better for him to stop wrestling like Flair, in my opinion, and really concentrate on building AEW. They can do it, right? If, if Double Tony, J is a freaking egomaniac. Yeah, I mean, correct. But it, it needs to be done. Cody, on the other hand, he you when he left WWE, remember how he was bashing them and doing whatever, and he may not have bashed AEW by but by him moving, he didn't need to speak any words. But that showed everything. Facts. Um, e giving you some credit, Crystal saying, I hear that, Crystal. I agree, WWE make it hard to trust 100%. Man, um, they call that the Del Rio. Remember, he won the Royal Rumble and then uh, and then the money in the bank in the same year. That's true. McKinney, a good point, says, I really feel like at this point, Cody has a say on how his storyline flows because if you listen to his promos, he's still talking about finishing the story, but uh. There are in his path, and he'll fight everyone. Yeah, but there's no, but also there's no guidance to who he's fighting. It's like sporadic. Like you meet them, and you're like, oh, I don't like the way you spoke about your father. You're not, a, you're not a good no, but friend. I, but I, I see what he's. I think what McKinney's trying to say is that maybe Cody had a conversation where he would look like he's fledgling, but meanwhile, it's a climb back to the top after falling off the mountain at Mania Thirty Nine. Right, but my whole thing is, where's the path to the top? Because mm. I don't think that is Dominic. Well, the path to the top is the Royal Rumble. Right, but I don't. Right, but my whole thing is, are you filling your time until then, or you're not? There's no build to something. I don't see well, a he's, build. He's gonna beat Brock. He's gonna beat Brock at SummerSlam. To, to oh, be, that's when, when you know Brock. I I feel like listen. Let me say something. Like you know how kids anticipate gifts for christmas i anticipate what brock is going to do with SummerSlam. brock has owned SummerSlam to me i like brock with SummerSlam from from 2021 when he came back after cena and roman that i feel like that is brock's time to shine maybe he's like off the farm it's too hot to farm anything so now he wants to come back more 
I feel like his when he told Paul, shut up, and he introduced him. <laughs> love it. Look, I think that Brock Brock is all about SummerSlam. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the rumors are that this is going to lead to. Matter of fact, the rumors are that Brock is going to show up today and cost Cody the match. Oh, I just it just dawned on me, Crystal. It just dawned on me why that's the main event. Crap. Because of Brock. No, not because yeah, Brock's going to come out and interfere, and that's going to end the show. Good God Almighty. Oh, I hate WWE so much. Oh my God. Samoa should have choked him out after his cancer promo and then could have came back and whipped his tail after. <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you, Crystal, E is a maniac. I love it. McKinney says, until he achieved his goal of finishing the story his daddy started. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I understand what you're talking about. Coming full circle, but this is a weird route to take, like Crystal was saying. JJ says, it's re uh, refreshing to hear others say everything WWE's doing isn't the greatest and hear other suggestions. I would listen and comment anywhere else and get dragged. Listen, you're welcome here, JJ, just like you're welcome in me and Conrad's show. We know that you're very um, knowledgeable. WWE is trash, with the exception of a couple of storylines. Like, anybody who has sense knows that. It is what it is. Anybody who says WWE is a good product right now is just like, it's not true. That's true. Um, back to the bloodline. Crump's saying, uh, bloodline is main eventing. They're saying it's three. Okay, thank God. Thank you, Crump. I'm not saying ML, ML's... Um, information is is wrong but i'm maybe that's a, maybe it's a triple main event thank god because ending the show with dominic in the main event makes no sense um we're in new york so if you hear the motorcycles just what it is that's all good i'm from the city too i get it double yeah. g dlc talking about fight forever did you get the mm -hmm. game did you get the game are you a video gamer i'm not a video gamer oh, my okay. brother so i know he got it oh everybody make sure you check out conrad kushman everything pro wrestling breakdown of fight forever Really good stuff in uh, EPW shorts. Um, he says 100%. Oh, he's, so he's making it clear that he was being serious about Double J. Um, and the backstage uh, stuff. Cody wore many hats in AEW. So, yeah, so he's saying yeah. WWE influence by Yeah, he was HR, listening to the wrestlers, having a fight, do storyline. It was just too much. And he said, I wanted to be a wrestler. And booked himself out of ever being world champion again by saying if he lost the match, then he'd never be world champion. Freaking stupid. But I think that he probably was planning his exit out from then anyway. So he didn't have to hold anything. Um, he's laughing out loud saying, Matt, oh, uh, Matt uh, move over Seth, uh, Cody, Vincefield, new title. Yo, he is crazy. He is crazy. Conrad says wrestling subjective again, once again. And Conrad says, right. all we can do is reasonably discuss our opinions. 100%. 100%. So listen. We're about to wrap this thing up, but we got a little bit of a home stretch to come to, which is after WrestleMania, Roman retains against Roman. Uh, I guess you could say that the Usos kind of shocked the world by losing the tag team titles. I actually predicted that they would somehow retain, but they did not. And, um, you know, they kind of go their separate ways. You know, a little bit of a tease at Backlash during a six-man tag with the Usos and Solo, where it right. seemed like Solo was having a little bit of issue with Jay, but it all kind of right. panned itself out. Right. Then we get night of champions and after many mushes to the face after many yelling matches and screaming matches jay is not the one who's had enough jimmy has enough and jimmy does what jay should have done in february <laughs> and kicks roman tell me your feeling when that happened i know you were ecstatic i was too I was ecstatic, but I was also shocked that it came from Jimmy. 
Okay. I was not expecting it to come from Jimmy because I feel like Jimmy has been so gung ho for for Roman. You see what I'm saying to you? Like he's been very like, don't worry about it. We got to do it. So when I saw it come out of nowhere, I'm like, well, what made the flip so quick? Do you know what I mean? Like I, for me, I felt like I didn't I didn't have a hint. I just thought it was going to be Jay getting tired of it. But I loved it. I loved every piece of it. And I also love the way Roman takes his people through. Like, I, lo- I love it. He like, sells he, the crap out of them. He sells them. He sells them. Like, for me, it's like, oh, he's not getting up. Oh, look at that. Like, I, I appreciated the whole thing. And I was shocked when I saw it. But that's a good thing. For me. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, Roman, Roman gets turned on by Jimmy. But once again... Excuse me. Once again, Jay is torn. Jay still seems to not understand that he needs to turn on Roman Reigns. Now we're talking about four months after I would have done it, maybe two or three months after everyone else would have done it. But Jay is still torn. Jay is still trying to figure out what he wants to, to the point where we're going into SmackDown a couple weeks ago, and Jay's making the decision between his brother and his cousin. Mm-hmm. Now we all know how that played out. It was an awesome moment, but now you have where we stand today, and this is where I want to end this. And I want to really get your take on this thing because we're about twenty minutes away from the pre-show. We're taking you down the whole gamut. And take, thank you so much for taking this ride with me, Crystal. I really appreciate it. We're at the doorstep now, where the Usos have made their decision. Right. And also, Solo Sokoa has made his decision. That's another thing. Solo yeah. Sokoa made his decision. He's aligning with his big cousin. And they're going up against the Usos at Money in the Bank. This is for bloodline supremacy. Even though Jay and Jimmy are saying they have no interest in being the tribal chief, they've actually, like you said earlier, given their vote to Solo, even though Solo's tripping right now. Tripping, tripping. Tripping, tripping. The bloodline is shattered right down the middle. Now, I'm going to give you my boy Conrad's perspective. I'm going to give you my perspective, and then I want your perspective. Conrad said this whole thing's going to come full circle and that they're all going to reunite, and it's all going to be much to do about nothing. I don't see it playing out that way. I'm going with the dream scenario. Now, none of my dream scenarios have happened so far. Jay hasn't been – Jay never turned on Roman until a couple weeks ago. Neither one seemed to be viable challengers for the world title whether it's because of inside the ring or outside the ring stuff. So no, nothing that I want to happen has happened. Now I'm going to tell you the next thing that I want to happen, which will be a consolation prize, but because WWE sucks, they're probably not going to do it. Okay. I would love to see Solo turn on Roman Reigns. Now, what happens today at Money in the Bank? Or does nothing happened at Money in the Bank, and we're still talking about this tomorrow. Solo's going to turn. He's not turning at Money in the Bank. I don't believe that. Um, I feel like it will be too soon. The breakdown of the bloodline can't happen three weeks and then another one. That doesn't make any sense to me, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I feel like it's more so going to happen at SummerSlam. I don't think that it's going to be. But I do agree with Conrad that they're going to come back together. What are because this? If you listen, because if you what listen to them, he, he, they keep saying, we're family. We still love him. We're family. We're still, we still love him. Like, you know, everybody's tripping right now, which means that this is not permanent. 
Roman is saying, like, if you apologize, you can just come back. You see what I'm saying to you? Oh, the door, the door I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach about what you're saying because I know what you're saying is right. I know what Conrad's saying is right. I know the door's open for them to reunite. I think it'll be a stupid decision. I agree. But the I door is everything you're talking about. The door is open for reconciliation. I just think it would be the most ridiculous thing in the world for this whole thing to come full circle right back to where we started. Mm-hmm. But that sounds like something WWE could do. Yeah, well, WWE. And but honestly, let's be very clear. Not even WWE. That's what families do. Which is why the storyline is so freaking awesome, right? Okay, exactly. But let me ask. Okay, I'm gonna ask you this. Let me look at my time because I don't want to make. I want to make sure everybody gets to this free show on time. Mm-hmm. And by the way, thank you guys for sticking with us. We have all these viewers, all these comments. I told you they they must like you because they don't show me this kind of love. They must love you, Crystal. But anyway, combination. I, I figured that my people's love me. I appreciate y'all. E. Crump, JJ, obviously Conrad, McKinney, all y'all. M. Lizzy, Fashizi, Go. Appreciate y'all. We're at the doorstep of what could be a big disappointment in this storyline or a big payoff in this storyline. We've been waiting for the payoff for three years. Now, my ultimate payoff is what you say you don't think is realistic. I think, Jay, and now because of the ascension of Jimmy as well, I think either one I would be happy. I think either one would fill my heart with joy if one of them ascended to be the one to become the new tribal chief. Mm-hmm. Either one would be fine for me. And as a consolation prize, if Solo became the one, that would not bother me either. I'm thinking more and more as I continue to talk, and I've been talking until I'm blue in the face for the past six months, that it's probably not going to happen. So if Roman Reigns is still in his current position come Labor Day, you're probably going to be right. The next viable chance for him to lose the title would be 40. And... I, just, I mean, where does this end, Crystal? Because we, we got to come to a conclusion at some point. I mean, it's kind of like... It's going to end... It's probably going to end at 40. It's going to end at 40. Does him losing the title signify the end, or is it going to be some other kind of distinction? No, I think that... No, I think it's going to signify the end. That's, okay. That'll be going into four years. It's going to be the end. It's going to be the end. How, long, how, long did, how long did Hogan hold the title? Hogan held the title for three years. Three and a half. He's going to beat Hogan. You think he's going to take Hogan? Hogan's on the I gotta, Let me look this up. I'm not even shy. I'm not going to act like I'm not looking it up right now. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, longest. I'm going to look it up right now. I didn't, I'm not mad that I didn't do the research because I didn't know we were going to talk about this, so it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not shy about saying that. Uh, longest WWE reigns in history. And the reason why I'm saying that is you realize that no one has ever been bigger and taller than Andre, even though people are. Mm-hmm. But Vince has certain pillars. So I feel like no one has ever, he's never let anybody come to the to the fame and fortune of Hulk. So I want to see what where Hulk is, where Hulk was, and where Roman is. Hogan's at, at his four, 14, his longest reign was his initial reign, 1474 days. And I believe Roman's somewhere around the somebody in the chat helped me out. I think Roman's somewhere around 1040, 1045, somewhere in that range. 
So that would be roughly about another year. Another year. Another year. He's not going to be Hogan. Okay. Another okay. year surpasses WrestleMania. He's gonna right. he's gonna be right under Hogan. That's what I'm. There there's two pillars in this game that Vince always kind of lines up to. No one is taller than Andre for whatever reason, right? Not even almost. But well, we can clearly see that he is. And mm. then uh, no one really is gonna surpass what he did with Hulk. I don't see or, it. Happening. Or Bruno. Or Bruno. Or well, Bruno is the Bruno, but Bruno's also the work of his father, not him. Facts. That's that's also the point. I I'm agree. saying to you. So you have to remember, there are certain things that he is like the the this era that he from the '80s at WrestleMania one, two, three that he's not gonna allow anybody to surpass because that was his golden. Touche. You make a good point. Touche. Touche. You know what I mean? So I feel like those two people, no one's gonna be bigger than Andre, and no one's gonna hold ring in my opinion. I love it. So he'll, I love he'll, probably come right, he'll probably come right on the hope. Let's get to a couple last couple comments before we get out of here. McKinney says Brock attacks any more money in the bank. Yes, I remember the Ali situation was freaking insane. Um, Cody didn't make much sense when booking himself in AEW. Why would you say that you'd never challenge for the world? It's so stupid. I agree, man. Big shout out to Crump. Appreciate you. Goat says, remember when Lesnar stopped Ali? Yes, that's what I was just referencing. Uh, Ali, stu Ali stood there, mad long, was like, grab the freaking briefcase, you freaking moron. <laughs> Conrad says, I still say four-way. Oh, that's another hot take for Conrad. Conrad thinks it's going to be a four-way match between all four members at, Survive at um, SummerSlam for the title. And finish up with Eve saying that uh, would laugh if Cody lost at WrestleMania 40 if they made him go 0-2. Oh, my if God. They, if they do that, he needs to retire. Get out of here. I can't even. Like, if they make him do that, that's just... That's grabbing at straws. I can't. Oh, one more uh, fantastic point. He says um, the pillars Hogan and Andre. See, they they recognize your uh, your expertise in this field. So listen, man. Number one, give all praise to God. Blessed to see another day. Um, as always, evil never prevails. Big shout out to you, Crystal. Man, um, thank you for out having outstanding. me. Outstanding. Please tell everybody about your upcoming ventures where we can find you on social media. I know that you have some business ventures um, that are outside of social media, but I know that you have some business sites and things like that. Please let everybody know. Yeah, yeah. so I have an um, online store. Uh, welcome to the mid-30s. And then, of course, I tell you guys, you know, I have a, we, my husband has a laundromat that's located in Mount Vernon on 11 South Wilson Avenue. So you guys should come by with dry cleaning. Beautiful, beautiful. Listen. I want to thank you. Uh, make sure everybody goes out. Go to uh, tpublic.com slash Wrestling Weekly to get the new Positive Mindset t-shirt as well as the You Know What That Means t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you guys. Um, big shout out to my tag team partner, Conrad. See you guys Monday night, 6.05 on the EPW channel. Um, I know the answer to this already, but make sure you show Crystal some love. I'm going to have her back on the show again. We have some amazing ideas talking about maybe Possibly dark side of the ring, some more stuff coming up. Big shout out to Conrad as well. I know that you were very implemental in helping me with today's show. Thank you so much. I like calling people by name. This is how I do things. So to E and Goat and Crump and 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 McKinney and 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 JJ and I said E already. I think M Lizzy for Sheezy and going on and on. And I said Crump already. And 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 to your sister, tell me your sister's name again, please, please, please. Kelly. Kelly? 
Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Kelly and everybody. Listen, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, God is real. And uh, I'm just trying to give you all some love and uh, share my love of pro wrestling with you guys. Um, make sure you look out for some upcoming stuff regarding the upcoming boxing match between Crawford and Spence Jr. I have some publications coming out. HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly on YouTube, T Public, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly for the merchandise. And uh, make sure you check out Crystal's information as well. This is going to be audio available on HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com where you can have all of Crystal's information. Make sure you follow her on social media. A longtime friend of mine and uh, so gracious. And her husband, big shout out to your husband as well. So with that being said, we have about five minutes to spare before WWE goes live for the pre-show for Money in the Bank. Real quick, who wins Money in the Bank? Both matches. Uh, but, uh, I know you said LA Knight for the men. I Yeah, I think LA Knight for the men. Um, I don't know. I can't choose for the women. Trish, uh, EO Sky, uh, um, Starks. Uh, EO. EO. Okay, EO. EO. She's in next push. Uh, it's not going to be Trish. Okay, Seth Rollins or Finn Balor World Heavyweight title? Yes, freaking Rollins. And who wins in the Civil War between the bloodline? Roman. Okay, Roman and Solo. All right, so you heard it here first. Hover Wrestling Weekly in the building. We'll be back with a new show pretty soon. Crystal's going to come back pretty soon. 6.05, I'll see you guys for Clash of the Podcast Monday night with Conrad Cushman. Until then, once again, evil never prevails. Her name is Crystal. My name is Sean. And this is the Hover Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We'll check you next time. Later.